Hello, and welcome to the Betsy Betsy Boss Podcast. Welcome back. We are back here. It's mid-July, and we are fried I was going to say, we're not feeling fly. We're not feeling fly, (laughs) because it is so sweaty and hot out. Oh, I hate it. We're back at work part-time. It's tough. It's honestly, it's not great. Not worth it. No, (laughs) not worth it. There's no part of it that's worth it. There's no reason for us to be back. We were doing just fine working from home yes. for a year and a half. Obviously, it was working fine, or our both of our large companies would have collapsed. Exactly. They didn't. They're doing just fine. No. But they've both brought us back um, part-time, so that's a fine. bummer. But other than that, there have been some great things happening in the Britney Spears oh, case. Oh, yes. So we wanted to provide an update on that because... There was definitely a victory a few days ago for Brittany, and that came in the form of the L.A. court judge letting Britney Spears hire her own lawyer in her conservatorship battle. This is huge, guys. She was able to choose Matthew Rosengart. He's a prominent Hollywood lawyer, and he's a former federal prosecutor, and he's going to take up her case now, and this is just a huge huge deal this is all resulting from a big hearing that happened on wednesday in an la courtroom and the court basically had a long list of different loose ends to tie up after britney gave her public testimony that we talked about in june where she described how difficult her life has been under the conservatorship right how she talks about being traumatized in shock etc and how her family members have used it to control her life and make money off of her so the judge approved the resignation of britney's longtime court appointed lawyer who's sam ingham the third and the resignation of the wealth management company which is bessemer trust Mm. and that was the previous signer on to be the co-conservator of britney's estate so just to just to bring it all back there. So now this leaves Britney's dad, Jamie Spears, mm. as the sole conservator of her financial dealings. So we have one to go, and it's a tough nut to crack here, fellas. So Britney joined the hearing by phone the other day. She reiterated to the court, she says, I want my dad out of here. I want him out of the conservatorship. He's ruining my life via this conservatorship. She said she was scared of him. She felt fearful. She felt trapped and forcefully medicated. And she described instances where he showed up to her home drunk, threatened her, etc. So she is really like on a war path to charge her dad with conservatorship abuse yeah it's really exciting i mean she is not to be messed with she has the fire in her belly and she's ready to fight her dad and it sounds like the rest of her family she kind of lumped them in with him yeah um for abusing her under this conservatorship and so it all comes back to the fact that she can now choose her own lawyer. It's this huge That's win. big. Yeah, and Free Britney activists and disability rights organizations are all touting this as just a big win for her and for her party. And it basically marks the beginning of the full force effort to end the conservatorship altogether. And it was reported by TMZ last week that Britney approached Rosengart, the new attorney, and he was in the courtroom Wednesday already, like, all set to hit the ground running. Good. And he, immediately he says, I'm going to file a petition to remove Jamie Spears from the conservatorship. 
So this is just really exciting. Her lawyer's already getting in, getting in the game, ready to rock, and all this stuff. Now, you know, unfortunately, it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to be that quick yeah, of a process. Yeah, it's going to be a process. Yeah, exactly. So it's a shame, and it's going to be difficult to end the conservatorship without Brittany having to go through with a mental evaluation mm-hmm. or a test. And her whole case her whole position in this case is that she shouldn't have to go through with a mental evaluation in order to end her conservatorship because she's proven in many ways that she doesn't need the conservatorship she's gone through all these other hoops to jump through all these other hoops to already do all this stuff before yeah yeah so i don't know we'll see what's gonna happen now that she's kind of raring to go she's got the fire in her belly she's ready to fight for her freedom and it's really exciting to see things start to turn around yeah well i think it's exciting too that now she finally has someone that is literally representing her interests it's not somebody that was hired by the co-conservator or like whatever it is it's somebody that is just reporting to her and her interest in the case that really determines how she lives her life so I think this is going to be big I think this is really kind of turning a corner in this whole case yeah I really do too it's an exciting time and it's definitely a time to stay tuned and to keep your eyes on this case because there's just going to be a lot of developments coming out of the case at this point Brittany is rational she's logical she's pissed yeah and she's ready to fight for her freedom so it's it's a really interesting time yeah definitely this is going to be an interesting year for her yeah for big sure. time big time yep so speaking of abuse and, and court cases <laughs> court cases <laughs> and victims of abuse and honestly vindication mm-hmm. because we're going to talk about somebody else whose day is coming. Yes, it is. And who um, Karma is going to really catch up to, I think. Although, uh, annoyingly, it hasn't caught up to him I yet. I know. Yeah, he's gotten away for long enough. But... Yeah, he sure has. But I think if we have any faith in the American justice system, we've got to just pray yeah. that I, Karma I, catches I up think... to Josh Duggar. Yeah, I don't think this is something he can easily walk away from or pay his way out of. Yes. Oh, my God. So last time we talked about just sort of the foundation for Josh Duggar, why we think he is the way he is, how fundamentalism kind of created the monster that became Josh Duggar and, you know, why he is the way he is, why he abused in the patterns that he did and what sort of building blocks there were to enforce this type of abuse yeah and yeah his personality and what kind of things were not implemented that should have been because of this whole religious kind of feeling towards things where this definitely could have been curbed um much sooner on but it wasn't because of the whole religious kind of aspect to it yes yeah so i think our story the story of josh's abuse begins in 2002 when josh is about 14 years old yeah yeah so at this point he's got um just looking at the family as a whole he's got five sisters um so josh is 14 and he's got sisters from the age of 12 to 5 um and the whole story really begins in march of 2002 when Jim Bob, good old Jim Bob. Classic Jim Bob. <laughs> Classic the Jim Bob. patriarch of the Duggar family. And as we learned last week, 
the patriarch is right under God. Uh, umbrella style. Umbrella style. <laughs> under my umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> under my unnecessary umbrella. Yeah, exactly. Because the, the biggest God one is enough. <laughs> is covering them all. Yeah. But whatever. The diagram doesn't really reflect that. It's raining under all of the That's umbrellas, right. people. And frankly, it probably should be because life yeah, wasn't oh, too sweet for yeah, any of these people. Pretty much. But yeah, we got Jim Bob, the patriarch of the family. Yes, so he was in March 2002. Um, This is when he was first kind of made aware of Josh's behavior when... Now, I will say this, too. The way that they love... Jim, Bob, and Michelle love to frame this later on is that Josh came to them after all of these terrible instances, and he just... It was weighing on his soul, and he had to tell them about, you know, his wrongdoings. When in reality, what we saw through the police reports and other reports um, is that his victims actually came to the parents. And that's the case here in March 2002, when one of the victims told Jim Bob that Josh had touched her. And just a trigger warning here, I guess. Oh, we are yeah, going to be talking about this. And yeah, trigger warning for anybody with um, child abuse, just abuse of any kind, uh, rape. Yeah, you yeah. Know, molestation, all of that stuff is getting brought up in this episode. So if you are triggered by any of those topics, we would suggest not listening to this yeah, episode. Yeah, this might not be the episode for you. Because Josh Duggar is pretty much the worst. pretty awful and has been allowed to just continue to get worse. Um, so March 2002, so one of the victims and this... I will say it now. Um, this has been rumored to be Jill, the one sister who has now kind of separated herself from the family, is the one to kind of be the tattletale. And it's actually really awful in some of the later episodes of um, 19 Kids and Counting when it was her wedding. This is kind of going on a tangent here, but all of the family members were, and this was before any any of this information came out, All the family members were just kind of giving anecdotes about, oh, Jill as a young girl, whatever. And Josh was interviewed and and went on this like rant about in a funny way, of course, um, about how she was kind of a tattletale back in the day and how she was so perfect. But, you know, she was always a tattletale. Ha ha ha. Ew. Well, apparently the rumor is that it was Jill that went to Jim Bob and said that Josh had touched her breasts and genitals while she was asleep josh then admitted to this behavior and admitted to doing this against several other sisters while they were sleeping nice yeah great okay march 2002 this should have stopped right then yeah like this is the first sign right you're obviously grabbing people inappropriately what the fuck is wrong with you that's when jim bob please step in beat the shit out of your kid Tell him this isn't going to fly anymore. Yeah. Remove him from the house then. Then and there. Yep. Does not happen, of course. Of course not. No. So he's allowed to continue July 2002. Jim Bob says that Josh admitted to touching a babysitter while she was sleeping on the couch um, at the house. And Jim Bob says that, uh, yes, Josh was punished. Like, okay, whatever that means. But again, he was allowed to remain in the house. Now, meanwhile, the thing that scares me about this babysitter trope is the fact that don't he and his wife have a live-in babysitter yes. at their home now with their yep. seven children. This is a flash forward spoiler alert. Yep. But with their seven children that they have, the oh, Josh Duggar family, mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Josh Duggar, 
have a live-in babysitter who's like a 15-year-old. Yep. And who's staying in the house. Yeah. This- which is what live-in means, but whatever. <laughs> I'm just going to further emphasize <laughs> just that for like, you. Yeah, spell it out if you don't get it. Like, like this is what bad. what the fuck? He did it back then. Right. He's probably doing it now, people, okay? Nobody is safe, and these people just keep putting these children in harm's way. That's, this is a theme that's going to continue for the entire fucking episode. I, I do not get it. Yeah, this is apparently a cousin of Josh's. It's from Michelle's side, I believe, and and she has, like, older siblings, so it may be a great niece of hers. I don't know, but it's, re- it's a relative who was living with them, and like you said, I think she was, like, 12, 13, yeah, to, young enough for Josh to like yeah, her. Yeah, like, which, it's not good. Ugh, and obviously he's not turned off by family members either. No. Because of what he did to his sisters. So, I just, I don't see why this is a thing. Well, I think in their eyes, the, the family is like, oh, he got married. He was cured. Right, like, because that totally cures pedophilia. And, yeah. Which we learn later on that it clearly didn't cure diddly shit. Because no. of what was discovered in I think what May of when was he arrested? April. So the very end of April he was arrested, but then so April 29th he was arrested and then released on bond in May, May 6th. Unbelievable. Yeah. So flash forward people, but like you don't let this shit go, right. okay? We're it talking starts about off, 2002 right We're talking here. about 2000 fucking 2 and then 2021 almost 20, 20 years. years later. Yeah. And this is what these little things turn into. They turn into big fucking things, and all of a sudden you're a goddamn child molester. Right. Like, like this is a big deal. You can't just let this shit go. No, and, and it the clearly doesn't are go away. Responsible. Handling it the religious way, and yeah, aka you know, not at all. Right. Uh, sweeping it under the rug. It just is disgusting. It's disgusting. So let's continue and get you even more riled up so yeah. that you can. Be as disgusted as we are. Yeah. So you thought 2002 was bad. Oh, wait. Josh is still in the home. 15 years old now. Which, by the way, if they want to, they go on later to say like, oh, he was just, you know, in their stupidly repressed, sexually repressed cult. Like, he was curious about girls. Like, whatever. He's not a pedophile. 15 years old. You're doing this to five-year-old children, little girls. You're a pedophile. I'm sorry. Yay, exactly. Like, I'm sorry. If you're 15, you're not a child anymore. Exactly. The people that you're preying on are five-year-olds. Exactly. Oh, it's just, it's nauseating. Like, obviously, you have this predilection. You have this fucking affinity for children and for people who are that much younger than you. That's not something that a child is doing to another child. Not even close. So that argument doesn't hold water. No, no. So now we go to March uh, 2003, and Josh's parents were made aware of two more incidents. The first one that I think was really the one that pushed them finally over the edge was he had his youngest sister, who was five at the time, sitting on his lap, reading her a book. Disgusting. Disgusting. Like, I just... Awful, awful. Awful. Beyond. Yeah. And so he molested her while he was reading her this book with while she was sitting on his lap. And when this was brought to Jim Bob and Michelle's attention, it also came out that at the same time he had put his hand um, beneath another sister's dress while she was in the laundry room. Okay, so now we're up to multiple, multiple incidents. This is really just a case of 
total willful blindness, negligence exactly. These uh, on the part of the parents because they were warned so many times oh my God. that this was a problem and that this kid was going to continue to do this fucked up shit to his sisters without any kind of remorse. Yeah. And now speaking of remorse, it turns out Jim Bob and Michelle like to spin it and spin the story as though Josh was very remorseful. Oh he my came God, to them afterwards. Yes. He admitted what he did. He told them everything because he knew what he did was wrong. And that's supposed to absolve him in some way because, you know, confession. He has a tender heart. Right. Exactly. Whatever they like to, you know, these stupid, weird buzzwords they love to throw out. Exactly. And I mean, it's just so not even close to what he should have. Yeah, he should have gotten help put away, taken out of the fucking house. But no, it was just this fucked up kind of awareness that the parents had and just let it let it go on. Yeah. Well, and then it gets even worse because I, I obviously don't, like, want to show any empathy towards him. But, like, I do feel sympathetic towards the fact that he grew up in this crazy cult and some of the stuff that – they did while handling this. Mm-hmm. Um, so in March 2003, I think the young um, victim was finally enough for, you know, to push Jim Bob over the edge. And he met with church elders. Meanwhile, this is their home church that is done in the Duggars' home. Right. Church elders, a.k.a. men of the fellow families that meet at their church home. AKA your dad, your other family (laughs) members, like your family friends. Exactly. So these church elders aren't any kind of real authority. No. Like they're not going to deal with this. Not trained in anything. Exactly. No, no, not at all. And so they decided, okay, this is serious enough that Josh needs to go to what they like to frame it as later on as Christian counseling. Meanwhile, I'm sorry. They they sent him to somebody that is not a trained counselor. Mm-hmm. Nothing of like not even close. They they used they like to use these words like it was a treatment program. Well, they finally admitted that it was just this guy from their church that lived in Little Rock that apparently had overcome issues with pornography in his past. Which now, <laughs> meanwhile, here's where my head gets all mixed up because. Mm-hmm. If you want your kid to be cured of his problems with immoral issues, immoral problems, you don't put him with a hardened fucking criminal who's done the same shit. Well, this is going to be a theme throughout because this is not the first person we meet that later on comes to have, you know, a pretty skeevy background of their own so exactly yeah and jim bob's whole argument too was that okay i don't want to send my little shit to a fucking to juvie right like any other kid because he thought that that would teach him how to be a better criminal exactly when in fact you don't think that the pornography guy is going to teach him how to be a better criminal well you think not getting him actual any type of actual treatment is not gonna, gonna treat like anything? alone yeah exactly. and, and sending him to like yeah live with this guy who but they look at this guy as having overcome his issues meanwhile he's probably doing even worse stuff just learning how to conceal it better because oh, clearly exactly. that's what josh did like that's what i just don't get pretty much this christian counseling this was this period where from march 17th 2003 to july 17th 2003 um, the elders decided to send Josh to this treatment program, a.k.a. living with this guy and his family in Little Rock. 
what happened before going there, and this is coming from a podcast, it's called I Pray You Put This Journal Away, I think. It was somebody that actually grew up with Josh and going to um, the family church and stuff like that and giving his perspective on things. Um, so Josh had to, and this is where, again, these like mind games, just you can see how it kind of messes with him. Um, he had to stand up in front of the whole church and mm. confess to his sins. Now, meanwhile, because they're so, you know, concerned about purity and stuff like that, um, the way that he confessed these sins, the friend even thought it was just something like, oh, he's struggling with pornography. Right. Which, was, of course, yeah. is just a horrible, oh my God, thing done. to do. You're just like, your life is over. Like, right. And this is porn with two consenting adults, presumably. Right. right. You know, it's totally the same as molesting all your little sisters. The same. Yeah. Well, that's how they look at this stuff, though. They're like, it's all, it's all the sins. Same. Yep. It's all like, sins. It's all impurity. It's all dirty, whatever. And right. it's just not. They're not the same fucking thing. They're so close. different. Yeah. Any idiot could tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, um, so he confessed. They sent him off to live with this guy and his family. And it's really interesting because not long after they sent him off, they actually started filming one of their first specials. The first special, 14 Children and Pregnant Again, I think is what it's called. And when they sent him off, they, they do this whole creepy shame thing. Like they shaved his head. He apparently lived on, like, a camper or a little hut or something on the property. (laughs) Which is hilarious. Yeah. And for three months, he was tasked with digging out this pond Now tell me, what 2003 movie does this sound like? I think that did also come out in 2003. What? Well, what is it? A certain movie about young men who are misbehaving. Oh, dig it up, pop Oh, dig it up. Dig it up, pop Josh! Literally, Holes. Oh my God, it was 2003. I think they literally got this idea from Holes because Stanley Yelnats came out in fucking 2003 with Shia LaBeouf. So is he, is he, what did they call him? Stone Man? What was his Caveman, girl. Cave- there was Caveman, man. Hector Zeroni, Zero. Yeah. Everybody was out there digging well, Josh up Josh is a zero. Yeah. yeah. And in the desert. And it's the same fucking thing with this Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm telling you right oh now, my- they, they got the idea from Holes. Oh, my God. He was God, out there digging so out a right. pond by hand, just like the boys in Holes. Clearly, there was some method actor that was like- Oh, yeah, big time. Was like was listen, Shia LaBeouf also in that little camper? Yeah, did Shia get sent to the camper to dig up the pond? Because, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So it's oh insane that this is his punishment. Yeah. And as if that works. I know. Like, it's literally the plot of a fucking young adult fiction book. Yeah. Like, and you think that that's going to be sufficient to cure him of his right. pedophilia? Right. How exactly. are they related? Exactly. It makes no sense. And if anything, it just like messes with his mind more like living there. The family didn't even talk with him, like Mm -hmm. did not talk to him, left food outside his little camper door, which Um, is hilarious, but not effective. No, like, I don't know who who are these church elders that are like that came up with this plan? Yeah, like, oh, they're obviously the writers of the hit movie Disney Holes. producers. Yeah, my God. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's so weird that he was brought back. He was in the film for, you yes. know, the, whatever 21 Kids and Counting like special was on. And then as soon as they cut, 
Josh would go back to being fucking a pariah again and nobody would talk to him. Not like I want anybody to talk to him, but still it's just like, how is this effective or consistent? How does that not mess with your mind if you're brought back like, oh, we're filming. We got to we got to like slap on a happy face. Yeah. Yeah. Front like everybody act normal like i have the video of him with this shaved head Ew. like it's creepy and you can tell but like you said when the cameras went off it was just like all right now josh stands in the corner and doesn't talk Ugh. like how messed up anyway he returns home in july 2003 and this is again where we see another wonderful background yeah another lovely character um Jim Bob and Michelle love to frame this as oh, we really like tried to like lay it into him that this was serious. Um, so they took him to speak with a state trooper. Jim Bob brought a uh, another elder from the church as a witness, uh, and this state trooper has some sketchy background some sketchy himself. Sketchy shit, him fucking self. Yeah, the corporal gives him a stern talking to yes doesn't charge josh with a single fucking crime but you know gives him like a slap on the wrist a verbal slap on the wrist right because they didn't even fucking touch him around a little (laughs) bit and then later on down the road surprise surprise this trooper that jim bob took fucking josh to talk to as such a great influence you know scared straight all that shit later gets arrested on you guessed it Kitty porn charges. <laughs> and don't worry, he's rotting in prison now. Yeah, for 56 year sentence. Unbelievable. Disgusting. And uh, fine, I'll give the Duggars this. Like, yeah, they didn't know that at the time. Fine, whatever. But you're clearly associating with like sketchy people. Yeah, like, like you are, ugh, God, and you give other people a hard time for being impure right. and, yeah. you know, whatever. And you are are friends with all these freaks. Yeah. Which, to me, honestly... Your son included. Your son included. And to me, it just says, okay, um, this religious, crazed cultness is just giving rise to freaks. Yeah. And yeah. pedophiles and, you know, these type of... But they're men. Afflictions. I'm sorry. Right? Like, they can get away totally with anything. it's normal to be attracted to five-year-olds. Like, right. what? Yeah. It's disgusting. It's just... I don't know. And then after this, so we'll get in, like, talk about the Megyn Kelly interview later on. But Jim, Bob, and Michelle talk about these creepy safeguards oh that they God, put the in place. Oh, my God, the house rules. Yes. That, like, okay, you wouldn't take a look and say, like, if we have to implement safeguards like this, something's wrong. Yes. Like. It's so fucked up, guys. They literally had, like, house rules. Yeah. That were, like, hanging up in the house. No hide and seek. Yeah. If you hide, you, you may, have to hide alone, yeah. right? Or something like that. You can't be naked or remove your clothes. Oh, my God. Unless, Heaven forbid. Yeah, unless you're washing yourself. And when you're taking a bath or shower or in the bathroom, you have to be in the bathroom with the door locked. Now, how fucking creepy that literally, rather than get rid of the problem, right. which is Josh, and take him out of the fucking right. house so that these kids aren't sitting ducks, right. you have to arm the children with these creepy little fucking kids rules, too. little kids that don't know shit about shit, and tell them, okay, don't ever pair off, right? In groups of two, Not always good. make it groups of three or more, because you're basically safer alone than you are exactly. with a buddy because yeah. your buddy might molest Whether you. Whether your b- buddy is a, a sibling or not. Like, exactly. That is scary. It's dark. Yeah, yeah. Like, and even, so they did the, 
girls don't sit little girls don't sit on big boys laps uh, uh, unless they're your dad Which, like ugh, like first i just of all. Uh, uh, this stuff should not have to be spelled out in a family no like this is good stuff for the broader like okay like stranger danger type of thing but yes, like but in your, in your own, own family home. and the fact that the Duggars took it upon themselves to quote unquote protect their children this way. Yeah. Instead of protecting their children from the problem. Right. Like you said, removing the problem. Removing the problem. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, it's it's creepy. Like when they built their giant big house, they specifically built their house with like two wings, essentially. Of course, you can't have a bedroom by yourself, so they just made a like a boys' room and a girls' room. Um, the girls' room was right next to the parents, and if I understand correctly, it was kind of, like, more difficult, not such a direct route to get to it. Like, you had to go down and go up some other stairs to get to the girls' room. Right. And then the boys' room was at the absolute opposite end of the house. Oh, yeah, because it's so hard to walk to the other side of the house. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I, it just – it's crazy. Like, just thinking about how um, – the, this contributed to and also was bred by this hyper focus on sexuality from yes. the, the Gothard ATI type of teachings. Um, you know, like their obsession with, oh, we only give a side hug. We don't give frontal hugs to Ugh. our own siblings. Or our own children. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. God forbid you get, what, turned on by your daughter? Right. I'm sorry. Like my daughter's not even oh I, I can't even qualify this i was gonna say like not even gone through puberty but who even cares like it's just like like you're fucked up if you're, you're beyond <laughs> fucked up it's your yeah yeah your minor daughter and you're worried about giving them a front hug like, right right yuck yeah they're just and even the whole like the famous nike you know when they're yeah, out their code word yeah like nike all right adidas what does that yeah, mean adidas, like, <laughs> all day i dream about suck my dick because you're a fucking creep yeah like how does that not uh, it's it it's counterintuitive because by hyper focusing on it to try to prevent it it's only going to make you focus on it even more because it's so taboo truly truly like, it just and it, the thing i can't get over is especially with the younger girls because they had a big stretch of boys and then had a, a bunch of little girls um they make them cover up so much oh my god well we talked last week about the fucking oh the bathing, bathing suits, suits that yeah. honestly you'd be better off with a hijab yeah because these bathing suits you're basically wearing like culottes oh, in the pool you're asking to drown you're like. asking to die you're gonna get dragged to the fucking bottom of the yeah. pool like emily bronte or whatever the fuck virginia wolf somebody walked in with rocks in her pockets and it would be you in that it bathing would be a dugger it would like, be a dugger and nobody yeah. would be surprised no it just shows you how out of touch they are that they thought by telling these safeguards on television that they put in would make people be like, oh, they're good parents. No. No, it's the opposite. <laughs> the fact that y'all didn't do anything. Right. Like, you uh, don't see that having to put in these safeguards makes you not good parents. Place? Yeah, exactly. Like, but that's so true. It just shows how totally tone deaf they were yeah. and how clueless. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. But so just going on now, we're up to 2004, and this is where the Duggars' fame really starts to skyrocket. And 
I am a I was a weird child and loved to watch all these weird TLC shows. So I actually remember watching these specials when they first came out. So in 2004, we have the first special, September 6th of 2004. 14 children and pregnant again. Oh, joy. Oh, joy. Which already <laughs> seemed like a lot of kids, but little did we know it would yeah. skyrocket to almost, what, 20? 20. Well, 19. And then they adopted um, Michelle's nie- or nephew. Which, so, God so, help him. I know. I know. What Ugh. kind of situation was he in if the Duggars were better? He's probably like, please unadopt <laughs> me. Like, send me back to the fucking wherever he oh. was. The streets. This was the first, and there were multiple other specials that... I will give it to Jim Bob. He's a great businessman. Um, yeah, that he knew how to market the family. He and... really, he really did. But in this first special, we're introduced to the Holt family, mm-hmm. and this is interesting. The Holt family, Jim Holt and Jim Bob Duggar. Oh yeah, were childhood friends who went to good old Shiloh christian school or whatever it was back in the day yikes both super political which we talked about last week um you know politics is a big thing about making this a christian country again because apparently this was a christian country at one point of course separation of church and state be damned yeah church and state your church and state but not my church not not my christian church (laughs) um and so jim holt was elected to the house of representatives um jim bob was also elected to the arkansas house of representatives who is voting on these people well just shows you people of arkansas obviously yeah well again this is why they're birthing all these kids because it's more voters like Ugh. you know it's a, you got 19 right there that are ready to vote for good you old sure Jimbo. oh like, my god it's ridiculous um outpopulated yeah. but of course jim bob being you know the mr. proud politics. father he was and mr politics would bring josh Ugh. around with him and they used to call him the little oh, governor good god with this little smug face oh and they think, you know, they thought he had this future in politics. They thought he was going to be this big guy in politics. And even back, you know, in the first episode, you made a note that, like, back then, it was oh. even, they were talking about, okay, you know, this religion, this cult is pushing these kids, 100%. these boys, I should say. Yes. Because, let's be honest, Good distinction. the girls' in the house. No, that's to right. Be, politically involved and to bring the u.s back to christianity exactly again returning to christianity yes return return (laughs) you know those native americans those good christian native americans that (laughs) back in the day right like oh these people are so delusional um so again going back to good old jim holt very close to the duggars they had a similar you know the quiver full of kids they attended the same home church um, and it's actually interesting because in this first special, they go, I think it's ice skating with the Holt family. And we see the very awkward interaction of Josh with the oldest Holt daughter. I'm not going to name her here. I Even just saying, you know, kind of identifying her, her in this way, you know, maybe a little much. But I think it's well known that um, there was... Something going on. Yeah, there was an agreement that Josh uh, was betrothed. They love these weird words. Yeah, old school. Yeah, to um, the oldest Holt daughter. This was around the time. Again, they're like 14, 15, 16. Yeah, and it was basically an arranged marriage. Exactly. You know, ahead of time. Like, it was going to be decided that, 
you know, they were going to be together someday. Obviously, the Holtz and the Duggars were, like, thick as fucking thieves. Yeah. Wanted to we got Jim and Jim. breed Jim and Jim. Jim yeah. and Jim Bob. And, Jim and Jim Bob. <laughs> yeah, they set up their kids to be married. Yeah, yeah. So we get into kind of the falling out between the Holtz and the Duggars in 2004 when Jim Holt um, ran for the Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate. Spoiler alert, he was defeated, thank God. Thank Christ. <laughs> By Democrat Blanche Lincoln. Good old Blanche. But uh, he, yeah. he was taking Josh around yeah. on the campaign trail. And Josh yeah. was like a 16-year-old kid at this point, fresh out of molesting his sister for the first <laughs> right. time. How delightful. Lovely. And one of his younger kids yeah. catches Josh around that time. On the campaign trail. I just, on the campaign trail. I just picture him I just picture him in like one of those buses that has like Holt yeah, vote on Holt. the side. Yeah. And there he is, the little table in the R V like right? doing Holt the... your horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Like and he's back there. So one of the Holt children catches Josh looking at porn and Uh-oh. tells his parents mom and dad listen i saw josh diddling himself to mm-hmm. porn in the fucking campaign bus that's yes. not what happened but that's how we're picturing <laughs> well, pretty it. much it's pretty much what happened so basically the way that they rationalize all this jim holt after losing the election says you know what josh it's because you were looking at porn that's right and since you sinned there was this sin in the camp which is a big I will tell you a big phrase that has been floating around there since the early 2000s. This sit in the camp phrase is like a rumored thing. But yeah, basically because Josh sinned, it was this Holt guy's belief that Josh's sin fucked up his whole campaign and cost him the election, which is insane. Pretty much. You know, that's how it goes. It's all all that porn Josh is looking at. There goes your... There goes my campaign. Great. There, thank you, Josh. Thanks, Josh, for blowing the campaign. For being a normal 16 year old and looking at porn. I'm just saying. Exactly. Hey. Like, no offense. Yeah. And please, but they should have encouraged sucks, that. Yeah. Like, goddamn, oh if it was God. normal porn Seriously. with adults, oh Seriously. my God, go for it, buddy. Yeah, please, please, all you want, go but, for it. Ugh, but of course, that caused a rift in the relationship between mm-hmm. the Holtz and the Duggars. Yeah. When Josh lost the campaign for Mr. Holt. <laughs> Josh <laughs> lost the campaign. <laughs> he lost the election uh, for him. Well, there we go. Definitely yeah. wasn't his political prowess or lack thereof. Oh, they blame was... him for the most recent election, too? I'm wondering. Now, I you know? truly wonder. <laughs> well, Josh is blaming um, the election type stuff true. on his true. Uh, his accusations. He thinks Very that they're true. just trying to give the Republicans a bad name. But we'll get to that later. Yes, yes. It's a whole conspiracy. The arrangement finally fell through with Josh and the Holt daughter. Thank God. This Thank girl God escaped. she dodged yeah, a bullet. Yeah, dodged a bullet big time. So this is the stuff that that I think is super interesting. So now we jump forward to 2006. Oh yeah. And this is this like stuff that's been talked about for years and finally 2015 like almost a decade later really stuff starts coming out well it was verified like oh my god these people were talking about this stuff way back when and it's actually true right and you just ignored it until now yeah you got all these people you know coming back at them and it's like all right so anyway what's the natural progression for a big family that's rising in tv stardom in the early 2000s Oprah. Oh, on the Oprah show. Come on. It's like, the only place you can go. If you're trying to be anybody, if you're trying to be famous, if right. you're doing anything big, 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 you're going on Oprah. Yeah, you got to get that Oprah interview. And of course, the Duggars were on that track right there. They were yep. going for it. 
Um, so December 7th, we're just going to kind of give specific date timeline here. December 7th, 2006. Duggars are out there in Chicago, touring the city, ready to appear on the Oprah show. Yup. Uh-oh. They, Same day. Yes. What rolls in? Uh-oh. They get a call because the Oprah Winfrey show received an email from an unnamed female that reported Josh's abuse. Uh-oh. Yes. The jig is up. That's right. And it's it's this again goes back to these forums. Um it's not clear who tipped Oprah off, but this is a very weird little story here. Apparently what happened was somebody uh, uh, a family friend Again, we're just going to say, I think this is tied to the Holt family. Um, but a family friend wrote down the accusations of molestation in a letter that was then placed in a book that belonged to the Duggars. This was forgotten about, and they lent the book to some other family or other homeschooling, who knows. And sometime during 2006, this letter was discovered. Which, how fucking attenuated. How weird, like, uh, I don't know. It's a weird, weird thing. So weird, but needless to say, Oprah cancels the fucking interview. Yeah. Gets rid of the Duggars. They're not coming on the show anymore. And the the cops instead it wasn't the interview they wanted but the, the <laughs> right, police right. force they're instead, in, still in demand for another they're interview still in demand for another interview good news but it's the cops this time they reach out to the duggars and they say we want to talk to you yeah and they agree to talk to the cops well, after they get, they home. get home hey, can you imagine though like you're out there in chicago this family like has never been to a real city no like good god probably never been on a plane and they're and out they think there, they're like getting this, seeing the sights, ready to the do sights, the interview. Chicago, hey and Chicago, what do you say? Yeah, jo- are-, are we gonna get to interview with Oprah today? Nope, <laughs> nope, because Josh fucked it up again. Way oh, to go, classic Can you Josh. imagine that though? How pissed? How pissed would you be if you were the Duggars? You're, You're out there, out there. You do everything right in terms of you know getting the fucking family on the map, right? And you're you know promoting the shit out of yourselves. You're on reality TV. You're doing the damn thing. And you hit it big. You get put on Oprah. Oprah. You're Oprah's ready. as big as it gets at this yeah. point, people. And all of a sudden you get a letter. <laughs> Listen, your little shithead son molested somebody. Yeah, so guess we what? We know your on. secret. Josh sucks. Oh, what do you say? We're going to send you home today. We're going to send you home today. It's fucking December, too. Like, they oh, had to freeze their balls off so in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, Merry Christmas to right you. Before Christmas. You better have gotten some coal galore oh, in that stocking. Oh, you know he deserved coal in that stocking. Oh. Lit coal. Because yeah, pretty much. Burn your fucking house down oh. with him in it, honestly. <laughs> Back when they get home on December 12th. Yeah. All of these. So the cops come. They interview Jim Bob. They interview Michelle. They interview some victims at the Springdale Children's Safety Center in Arkansas. It's some sad. Like, they're out there. The in-touch reports. And it's redacted. But obviously, everybody was able to, like, kind of make out who the names were. And it just, the stuff that's in there is just so sad and disgusting that the parents didn't. Do and what they, they should have. Claimed that they had been molested by Josh. Yeah. Yep. How did they let this go? And how did I this know. go undetected? And then no action was taken. Well, because... and even after it was detected, two thousand two to two thousand three, how many incidents do you need? One. And how many and incidents done. were there? Like how many reports were there? I wanted to say there were like 
five That's to seven, something like that. Well, and it, it, it's the same. So there's there's five victims total, and it's four of the sisters plus the one babysitter. Yeah, that we think is likely the whole daughter. Um, and there were multiple instances across mainly the sisters. Um, I just like it. It just should not have gotten to that level. Right. There, there was one person I believe outside of the family. That was interviewed and I and relating to the letter and not necessarily the incident with the babysitter, but more so the letter that like tipped off Oprah. Um, and I think that relates to also the babysitter who we, again, also believe is like the Holt daughter. Um, and so pretty much all the interviews were Jim, Bob, Michelle and the daughters and then another individual adult individual associated with the whole thing and it's crazy i mean just to like look at the timeline again this is back in 2006 right and we as the general public didn't really know until much later down the road i mean we're gonna jump ahead too significantly i mean there's a couple little blips in 07 and 08 but after that our next update is 2015 so it really goes to show how much of a blind eye was turned to this case yeah yeah and to josh's misconduct yep it's so the one of the um bloggers or the one of the comments online that i was talking about so there there's two main ones the one was in 2005 and it's from this woman well I'm assuming a woman but a a poster going by the name concerned mom which like yeah should have been um and it was posting on this forum that was talking about the ATI um Gothard and back in the day which is crazy to think 2005 so you can picture what those forums looked like and they went into really a whole you know background kind of of um the sin in the camp and what was going on with josh and all that stuff they got backlash nobody believed them and then we have a post in 2007 this is the one that's more widely known and this is this was so random because it was somebody's random like blog that they were posting about all different stuff and this this post they they just posted about the 14 children and pregnant again like just what they were watching on TV and it got a lot of responses. I guess people were really into the blogs in 2007, but this Alice again also was another person that went into this whole story and kind of laid it out there about the Duggars. She, they also were very anti um, Jim Bob's mom. So a lot of people think that like maybe it was somebody that knew Mary Duggar and had a vendetta against her but again the thing that regardless of this person's you know stance on the dogger family all the stuff they said was eventually came out to be true like years later yeah as crazy as it sounded back then i mean if i was reading this back then it's like you know i mean the substance of this post is somebody who sounds incredibly bitter. Like, to right. me, I would think that they were just out to get the Duggars. Exactly. Trying to stage a big coup with the Duggars and, like, to, you know, create a fall from grace for them. Because yeah. they obviously were kind of hitting it big. And this is right, like, at the foothill of their success mountain. And this person is just going off about every part of the Duggar family. About, you know, how 
Michelle doesn't do anything, doesn't bathe the kids, doesn't cook. They only do everything they do for fame and for money and how it just, all of it has impure intentions. They get, they go so far as to say that Josh is a child molester Mm -hmm. and that he's still in the home, that it's ridiculous, that it's probably still going on and he should be taken out of the home. And that the parents are totally covering up for him. All this stuff. It sounds a little crazy, but it's so specific. Yeah. And it's all correct. Like I know. You said. I know. That's the thing that later, like, it comes out. It's true. So it's kind of like, who the fuck was this? I know. There's so uh, the uh, podcast that I talked about. The I pray you put this journal away. The individual says that he believes he knows who Alice is doesn't say though so it definitely lends itself to you know probably being somebody from their community too like probably from their church not just somebody that like knew the Duggars or was from the town but probably someone that was in the church right as well so it's just really interesting because so many people push back on these two posts um, saying, I don't, how do you, you know, oh, yeah, what like kind of, your... yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, again, this is kind of the beginning of, um, reality TV and the Duggars. So many people see them, oh, this wonderful large family who is just so put together and, you know, so invested in their children and pure and yeah, like American values and blah, blah, blah. No, not even mm. close. Not even close. No. According to this poster who ended up being super correct exactly exactly i i love those long games though of like years later years later like one one was 10 years later uh 2005 the other was 2007 so like eight years later but like thinking about it in 2015 it's like told you people yeah i told you the whole fucking time yeah come on yeah um so the next big kind of step in this or timeline event is in 2008 so this is really when their whole thing takes off september 29th 2008 the series aired um 17 kids and counting eventually this would be 19 kids and counting and have yikes 15 seasons overall lovely crazy not to mention 19 kids i mean (sighs) what that must do to a woman's body i mean i'm sure they were walking out by the end oh my god yeah pretty much she couldn't get to the hospital soon enough like hot dog down a hallway but regardless (laughs) what you choose to do is is up to you i guess i guess if you're trying to repopulate the world with your christian whatever values they're really going a long way to do that yes they are yeah so they take off and from there yeah, it's kind of, like, wonderful. Like it, Yeah, things are great. It's, like, the glory period for the Duggars yeah. from 08 to 2015 when we yeah. have our next Duggar-Josh Duggar update. Yes. And we've got Josh working as oh, what else but a lobbyist for the Conservative Family Research Council. Oh, lovely. Perfect. Yeah. Who should be doing research on families and family issues but the child molester himself? And by families, we mean what are our biggest issues? Abortion and gay rights. Of course. Definitely not, you know, hardened criminals living in your home. <laughs> And molesting your children. Exactly. Exactly. Ugh, unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, so this article comes out in May of 2015 in In Touch magazine. Which also terrible name for a magazine. Terrible with regard. In Touch. In Touch with Josh's oh. history. 
InTouch post this article with all different claims that Josh sexually abused minors when he was a teenager. Oh, fuck. Yep. Like, but what then the it gets shit? real because also, okay, so it gets real because they filed a, a FOIA re- uh, request, which don't know how this went through because that should not apply to documents with minors. Right. Like, I don't know how that went through, but they got um, all the police reports. See, first of all, whoever was working at InTouch and like oh. made that happen. Chef's oh my kiss. god yeah well they done made their career right there yeah you have this article hook line and sinker you got the claim you got the evidence what more do you need well He's, you're gonna get you're gonna josh, get josh confirming it via all the family pretty much confirmed it via their um their public comments um which actually does come back to haunt him in the current um court case because his comments because he confirmed admitted admitted to it this this could be used in this current court case, despite the fact that it was um, having to do with minors and him being a minor. So he and the family confirmed it, and great, lovely. We're gonna so great. try to recover from this, but oh, Josh is thankfully gonna resign from uh, the FRC Family Research Council. Thank God. At this point, I'm sure that didn't look too good having yeah. that on the Family Research Council. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then comes June of 2015. Oh. When we have the delightful Megan Kelly interview. Oh, they're lovely. Yeah, talk about downplaying. Oh, it's just, it's very sad to see the way the parents downplay. They love to kind of be like, he just touched them over the clothes and they didn't even know what happened. Like, it was just a quick, you know, whatever. And it's like, it doesn't matter. And even, yeah, A, even if it was that, that's still fucking traumatic. Right. And B, it wasn't that. It was a lot more than that. Exactly. It was several different incidents. It was several different victims. And it, you're just comparing apples and oranges at this point, And you sound nuts. So. Yeah. Well, and the sad thing is, too, um, his two sisters, Jill and Jessa, who admitted you know they're the, the only two i believe that came out and have publicly admitted um to being victims and they stuck their necks out there for him at this point because this is at this point i want to say only it's obviously not only but just the um reports from 2002 2003 had come out and jill and jessa went on there and were saying about how he was such a changed guy after this and we definitely saw a change in him after coming back from this lovely counseling that he went to digging ponds. But then, oh, egg on their face because uh, August, not long after, uh, the whole incident about Ashley Madison comes out. Meanwhile, before that, July, so we were June the interviews, July 2015. TLC. <laughs> they're pulls like out. 19 they're kids like, and ya. counting out. 19 like, kids, count your blessings and get yeah, the fuck out of my face. Yeah, 19 too many. Yeah, exactly. They canceled the show. Thank God. Yeah. Which, yeah. honestly, though, TLC could have done a lot more. Well, they and... didn't really cancel it, let's be real, because. Because things came back. Yeah, yeah. We counted on, unfortunately. We sure did. Um, but yeah, so Josh Duggar admits that he cheated on his wife, Anna, right. after this Gawker report comes out that says, okay, Josh is on Ashley Madison, yep. which is basically like a cheater's website. Yeah. And yeah, he's already like kind of proving himself to be even 
more of a scumbag. Awful. Not only is he a child molester, but he's cheating on his wife with other adult women. Yeah. So that's well, good. Well, and it's like he can't say, like, oh, this is all behind me. I'm not blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, nope. You've been doing this for years. You're doing it now. Like, yeah. you're disgusting. Yeah, you're still the piece of shit that you've always been. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but hey, TLC does not skip a beat. Same year, 2015, December 13, <laughs> we get counting on. What? You're counting on more more, more criminal charges? Is that what you're counting on? Like- well, and that's what's <laughs> fucked up about this, right? Because even when there is fucked up shit going on with the family, TLC still profits. And probably profits tenfold. Because more people are going to watch it now that there's oh. fucked up shit going on. So I'm sure they were counting on. Yeah, counting on Josh this being a success. Josh continuing to fuck up. Exactly. Yeah. But, well, uh, and then 2019 rolls in and all of a sudden you've got all of these raids of the different Duggar businesses. Right. Um, including the used car dealership. The infamous car, used car dealership. Mm-hmm. And the Duggars actually put out like a, a public statement at the time saying that we don't, we are not aware of, like they totally denied it. When right, at the time. It's pretty fucking clear what they're going after they, once it came out. They knew. And even to jump ahead and whatever, um, at the time, Josh was there and talking to the feds, and they kind of mentioned something like that. They were looking, finding something or looking at their computers for certain type of information. And Josh, being the idiot he is, <laughs> says, what? Was somebody looking up child porn or something? <gasps> he literally said that to what the feds. A dumbass. And it's like, and it's like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. No, we didn't tell you they were killed with a knife. But how do you know they were yeah, killed with a knife? Yeah, that's weird. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. It's almost like you did it. Yeah, it's almost like you used your same password that you used on your bank account to right? sign it. Little kid lover one two three. Oh my god. <laughs> Works for everything. Nineteen charges and counting. Right. He. <laughs> horrible horrible person but also an idiot thankfully yeah. and basically admitted to the cops that there was fucking kitty porn on his computer yeah yeah so at this point you know in 2021 i guess we get notice that finally yeah finally at long last the agents say all right we've got a computer we found videos we found photos it's children it's pornography we found it all in spring of 2019, and we connected it to Josh. Yes. Because the dipshit <laughs> used his fucking same IP address. Yes. Not to say that you, if you conceal your child porn, you're a better person, but at least be smart. The guy's dumb and a horrible yeah. person. Well, but the sad thing was, too, because these these people love to ha- have their hands in, like, all these, like, real estate, whatever. Of course. I guess there was a family that was... I think it might have been the Caldwells, who are um, another Fundy family, who one of the Duggar sons is married to the daughter, and the father's a pastor and doesn't have a real job, so kind of sponging off Jim Bob and getting work where he can or whatever, was apparently living on a property that was, like, next to the car lot. And so at first, the feds come and think it's their um ip address their internet and thinking it's that guy yeah yeah imagine oh my god but then they were able to figure it out and separate it and realize that it was actually from the car lot 
not the house or whatever. Well, geez, if Josh hadn't fully admitted it, maybe it would have taken them a little bit longer. What a dumbass. Was it Mr. Green with the candlestick in the library? <laughs> right? Like No, it was Mr. <laughs> Child Molester with the password <laughs> little kid lover one two three. Yeah, with the with the computer partition. Right. On the dark web. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God, it's not as hard as it should be to get oh, on the dark web these days. But oh no. anyway, so end of April comes around and Josh gets finally arrested. Mm-hmm. He drives himself with Ugh. his wife, who, by the way, is a total accomplice at this point. Oh my and God. a fucking pregnant with number seven, him. by the pregnant way. With their child number seven, aka Ugh. potential molestation victim number seven. Yeah. Incredibly sad. Um he pleads not guilty to one yep. count of receiving child pornography and one count of possessing child pornography. Well, too fucking late. Yeah. Because <laughs> the fucking Homeland Security oh, Investigation Special awful. Agent Faulkner discusses this one file in particular. It has Ugh. sex abuse of children. The kids range in age from and again trigger alert like turn this shit off yeah this is awful that's literally if you can't take it don't listen off okay (laughs) now for everybody who stayed it depicted children ranging in age from 18 months to 12 years old and the guy said this file of videos and photos this file of information is in the top five of the worst of the worst yeah that I've ever had to examine. And that's what this guy does for a living. That's what this dude does for a living. He looks at fucked up shit for a living, and he's like, no, no, no. The file that fucking dipshit Duggar has is the worst. Yeah, yeah. And apparently the way that they got him was that they know this file is out there on the dark web, and there's rumor that it's kind of tied to a bigger sting that happened not long after. I think part of it was in Germany, actually. Um, because apparently all child molesters are buddies and know each other and make a network across the world. Yeah. It's, it's just disgusting. Heartwarming. It's awful. But like they were, I guess, tracking this file and were able to easily tell once he downloaded it. So the, the feds don't file charges unless they have good evidence. And I don't doubt, like, it's probably the case here that they've got pretty solid evidence that he did what he did. And he's also dumb and uses his same password, so for I'm, everything, I'm sorry. Which, is, which is hilarious. Yeah, it's like it's me, Josh. One, two, three. <laughs> My name's Josh Duggar, and I'm a less yeah. children for a living. Josh one, two, Duggar, three. social security number, like password. Josh Duggar, kitty lover. One, yeah, two, three. Yeah, literally, like, like oh, it's uh, that's the dumb status that we're at. Yeah. Early May, he gets released on bond. Yeah. Here's incident number a million of when the punishment does not fit the crime. Right. Like, this has been going on, if you think about it, for more than half of his life. Yeah. And 14 the dude's to 33. clearly corrupt. It's obviously not working. The head shaving and the hole digging right. didn't do anything right. except, you know, make oh, him look even God. uglier than he did before. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at his, his mug shot, he is just smug as can be he's got this little smirky smirk that you just he's got a very slappable face like but you know because of course we can't lock him up and punish him in any kind of real way right now he's confined to the home in the custody of a family friend so another weirdo Mm -hmm. who he's staying with who it's rumored that jim bob is kind of like blackmailed to kind of like 
it, it's it's literally a fundy mafia where it's like, all right, you owe me something, buddy. Yeah, you're gonna like, take my child my molesting son. son. Yeah, like uh, yeah, it it doesn't. This guy, of course, is in their home church, and God Ugh. knows what dirt Jim Bob has on him or how he got him to agree to this. But exactly, yeah. God, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, but basically, his life stays exactly the same. Yeah, from what I understand, pretty much. Well, he can't. He can't use the internet, and he's pretty much supposed to be confined to this home on GPS monitoring. Um, he can have a jitterbug phone, so that's Which fun. is hilarious. Yeah. The the big thing is, so, yes, he's allowed to, like, not be in the home for employment, rotation, don't know what that is, religious services, medical care, attorney visits, court appearances. Great. But the thing that people brought up is, like, okay, religious services, but, like, they do their whole little home church thing. Th- so, like, what does that mean? Yeah, what all does that entail, and how much freedom does he get for that? Right, because he's, he's not allowed to be around any children. They actually Oh, except his own. Oh, I'm sorry, as much as he wants. Oh, which is so fucked as up. As long as Anna is there. Oh, great, she's a great safeguard. Oh, yeah, like, I'm sure she'll stop anything from happening. Yeah. Just like the sisters stopped it from happening to them yeah like i'm sorry we know the whole religion is that she submits to her husband so exactly and is joyfully or whatever yes available. joyfully available so yes. i feel like if she's joyfully availing herself then what's gonna stop her from stopping him if he you know yeah acts as a predator on those or children. if he just is like oh go get me this in the kitchen okay like yeah what are you supposed to do i mean yeah. she's supposed to you know obey do he says yeah and obey and submit to him so i don't see her fighting him off no. the children the seven children that they have yeah and she's gonna stick by him that's the rumor because if we want to get into the whole uh biden um conspiracy here yes yeah so she thinks that apparently um after joe biden became president he set up josh duggar (laughs) in this whole situation if trump had become president this all would not have happened of course because yeah we're all just out to get you yeah like that's the whole everybody you know we know that was a big Big thing that uh, this campaign was based on. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, that's why anybody voted for Joe Biden was right. to falsely accuse. Are you pro-Duggar, anti-Duggar? That's right. All anybody... <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> what platform are you running on? Exactly. So last month, Counting On was canceled. Yes, finally. finally. <laughs> it took you long enough. Yeah, but OK, so we had um, 90 kids and counting. Then we had Counting On. Are we going to have another reboot, though, of something? like Counting On On. Yeah, Counting Off? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like It's so messed up because TLC posted a statement, basically, that was the most flaccid statement ever, where they essentially said, like, we're saddened to hear of, you know, Josh's arrest and, like, praying for the family. What? Well, okay, and this is something I have to say, too. So the first special was in 2004, the majority of the producers, the film crew, everything were with them from that very beginning special all the way through counting on ending. And like these people had to have known, like, when did they know? And they just yeah. enabled this to continue, which is so messed up. Yeah. Like there's no way they didn't know because the family became very close with them. Like, I don't know. It just it's it's really sick the whole thing. Oh, it's so sick and it's so fucked up. Yeah, so TLC basically says 
TLC will not be producing additional seasons of Counting On. TLC feels it's important to give the Duggar family the opportunity to mm. address their situation privately. I'm sorry, but what gives them that opportunity? Like, what gives them the right yeah. to address this privately? I mean, all these other, these poor girls are very publicly having to go through this. And, and it's not the first time. Like, oh, it's not even close to the first time. But yeah. yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. And they basically went on to say, 19 Kids and Counting has not aired since 2015. But the thing is, too, like... They tried to make it like counting on the original title of this of the series was Jill and Jessa counting on because Oy. they were the two that like interviewed. Like- well, they were the two that interviewed with Megan Kelly, um, and so they tried to make it much more about the adult children and their lives and stuff like that. But by the end, Jim, Bob, and Michelle weaseled their way right back into counting on and were featured. It became nineteen kids accounting again minus. we'd call it 18 kids and counting because they eliminated Josh. Right. But it was literally the rest of the family doing the same old stuff. I, some of the other statements that have been released by some of the kids and stuff too uh, after this cancellation. And clearly not written by them. Well, and also hinting to that they're like, open to new opportunities and stuff like that and it's like clearly like you're still fucking like money hungry we know that you've got stuff in the works and you're just looking to how you can reboot you know the naming of so we went from again 19 kids accounting counting on so will this one just be on well it's crazy so the um statement that jim bob and michelle released on their family website oh yes lovely um, that was right after Josh got arrested, says, We appreciate your continued prayers for our family at this time. The accusations brought against Joshua today are very serious. It's our prayer that the truth, no matter what it is, will come to light and that this will all be resolved in a timely manner. We love Josh and Anna and continue to pray for their family. Okay, Ugh. first of all, who is praying for this family I know. at this time? I pray that she gets a brain and walks away. Yeah. For those kids' sake. And takes the kids with her because yeah. this is just ridiculous. Secondly, they I wouldn't be saying I love my child, the fucking I child molester, know. at this point. I get that he's your kid, but it's clear what happened. Y'all admitted to it separately on yeah. all different occasions. Maybe don't say we love Josh no matter what. Yeah, well, and then you shun your other daughter who, like, had issues with how your family was handling stuff and like what she wanted to wear pants. And so you shun her and yet you're continuing to support this disgusting child molesting person. Freak. Like, yeah. yeah. It's it's really disgusting and backward. And yeah, it just, they should be ashamed of themselves. They should, they should. And the thing that just gets me is that we know all the money went to Jim Bob. The kids did not realize they weren't getting paid. That all the money was going to Jim Bob. So Jill, um, the kids didn't realize they weren't getting paid until Jill had a really bad um, second birth with her second child. And being on the show, all this stuff, they didn't have health insurance. And um, with all the medical bills, they went to TLC and were like, okay, look, like we're doing a lot for you guys. I know this is a ministry type of deal with us being on the show, but like. The least you could do is pay for our medical bills in this yeah. situation. And TLC was like, what do you mean? You're like, we're You're paying for you. This. Yeah. And and that's when they realized that Jim Bob was, was funneling, pocketing it. all the money. He wouldn't pay for whatever happened. People still don't know exactly what happened with this birth. 
um, but apparently it was really bad and traumatic. And Jim Bob would not pay for the medical bills either. And wow, yeah, it just spiraled into a whole thing. They apparently rumored to have sued Jim Bob um, to get some of the money. But just think of all. Okay, fine. Like that's a terrible situation. Whatever. But you're not supporting that child, and yet you're supporting your child molesting, disgusting son. Ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, I guess to kind of wrap it up, the uh, trial was supposed to be on July 6th, and it got pushed back. Josh's attorney wanted it to be in February, and the judge let it go. I guess just to like push it back, get specialists to look at because he's he's stupid. Yeah, but he's pleading not guilty. Ugh, um, which is so ridiculous. It's not going to end like, well if he doesn't take a plea. Yeah, it's he just, needs to. It's not going to end well for him. Which fine, like I don't care. But yeah, good. I hope it doesn't. Yeah, like, like I hope you're. God. I hope you're arrogant and it like smacks you in the face because yeah, you're I hope stupid. so too. Because you know what happens to child molesters in prison. Oh my god, I know. Yeah. So hey, the trial is November. 30th 2021 set your calendars oh, i will be baby. that'll be a nice thanksgiving weekend that will be a nice thanksgiving weekend i'm thankful for josh i Duggar. hope we can be thankful i at hope that we point. can i hope we can be thankful that he got put away yes but still not long enough he's facing up to 40 years of jail time and half a million dollars in fines i don't know we'll see but Ugh. i guess we can just hope in november josh finally gets what he What's deserves coming to him Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Betsy Boss Podcast. If you'd like to find us online, we're on Facebook at Betsy Boss Podcast, on Instagram at Betsy Boss Podcast, on Twitter at Betsy Boss Pod, and our email is Betsy Boss Podcast at gmail.com. Also, Betsy Boss is now on both iTunes and Spotify. If you like what you hear, please rate, subscribe, and comment. Thanks again for listening. 